Hey, this is Draken from Trade Butler Bot, and this is Wrecked. Welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu, alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, man. You know, excited to be here on a fine, I want to call it Tuesday afternoon. I don't know. Wrong. Wrong? (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Try again. No? uh, Wednesday? I think that's right. I think nice. it's Wednesday. Yes. All right. Only one day uh, it's, off. It's uh, the day I put my recycling out, so it's definitely a Wednesday. You know what? That's... Is yours every Wednesday? Dude, don't even get me started. Buddy, uh, mine's worse. Mine's worse. I, mine's mine, like I, once a month. Mine's on an eight-day cycle. Eight? So, that's so yeah. stupid. It's the fucking stupidest thing in the world. Don't let me start. Cuck, okay. Canada sucks. We have <laughs> for so many reasons, but that might be the top of the list. Uh, that, <laughs> that definitely is. Anyway, all right. So you're doing good on this fine Tuesday. Yeah. We have possibly a, very a garbage guest. day here. I don't know. You could be, could not be. Who knows? But yeah. we have a very special guest joining us. We have Drauken from Trade Butler Bot. How are you doing today, man? Good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So we're excited to um, to chat with you about your project that you have going on. Uh, how, how have you been? How's the market been treating you? What's uh, What's been going on in your life before we get started here? Yeah, I mean, markets are always up. So as long as you don't mess up too bad in trades, uh, things are going well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if that if only, right? Like <laughs> that would be. We're not called wrecked podcast for nothing. So uh, we're we're excited to have you on to maybe give some perspective to our listeners about, or and even myself about how we can be. I would say less wrecked because uh, there's no way I'll ever be not wrecked, right? Chamber, you think that's probably pretty accurate? <laughs> I get scared anytime you say, like, let's get into this. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, you're like, oh, he's the mush. Kiss of death. Fuck that guy. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I, he, uh, I don't, I, why do we even do this show? I'm out of here. Anyway. <laughs> what, I think it's a pretty common, pretty common sentiment among a lot of traders that you trade with motion and you get wrecked. That's basically how it goes. Basically, if you do the opposite of whatever you think you should do, it seems like you'd make more money in some ways. Uh, I would say that's probably accurate. Um, so let's then get right into it. So Trade Butler Bot is your project that we're talking about today. Why don't you kind of um, tell people what your history is into crypto? How did you, you know, what is your history trading, all of that kind of stuff? And then what kind of brought you to creating uh, the project? Yeah, I mean, I don't have much background in trading. Um, I started crypto probably... I don't know, three, four months ago, something like that. And, you know, just like everybody getting into it to make money, made my way over to Uniswap. And, you know, Uniswap's great and everything, but there's there's a lot missing to it. And I I, I envisioned basically having a a faster way to execute trades. Um, You know, the UI is good and all, but it's slow. 
it doesn't update quite when you want it to. And then, you know, trying to fumble and get your trade in and set the gas and do all this stuff right as you're trying to buy the latest, you know, shitcoin that's that's mooning going to 100x and you're trying to get your trade in and it's not working. So, I mean, a lot of that stuff happening has been what kind of led me to at least the simple version of the, the bot personally. And I'd, I probably used it for... I don't know, I would say two to three weeks at least personally before I started to really make it into more of a uh, envisioning it a, as a project. Sure. So what, uh, where did you, um, you know, di- what's your, I guess, coding background then? Because it's not, uh, I would imagine it's not easy to create something uh, like that with that automation and things like that. So what's your background there? Yeah, I mean, my background isn't in blockchain, so it's, you know, day job is is doing um, web apps and all that type of thing um, in C Sharp, but, you know, Node.js made a lot of sense in terms of speed and and um, just in general, the libraries that were out there in, in the world. You know, a lot of things are done in a certain way for blockchain or blockchain products, so a lot of libraries are available. Um, but basically... Yeah, I, I have a lot of experience in traditional coding, but not that much in terms of uh, the actual token contracts and all that stuff, although I'm getting a bit more versed in that now. Sure, absolutely. So um, in your opinion, then, uh, on top of, you know, what, um, you know, what do you see as the biggest struggles with something like Uniswap? What, what are the bigger pain points that people might have trading? Chamber, what are your big pain points with Uniswap? Um, I would say my biggest pain points, obviously, uh, you know, gas fees. I've used aggregators that sometimes help, but I find their fees are even worse sometimes. Um, so going sometimes going directly to Uniswap or SushiSwap can be a little cheaper. Um, but also just not having good charts um, <laughs> on the sites, I think is another one. It's like you get like a day, like on, uh, there's one I use called Matcha. And, you know, they'll have a one day kind of shitty chart, a week chart, and a, uh, a month long chart. And that's about it. So those types of things could be a little bit better compared to like a, a centralized exchange, I guess. Sure, absolutely. What about you? Uh, what do you think the biggest pain points um, for yourself and, and what others might be experiencing on Uniswap are? Yeah, I mean, in in my opinion, the biggest thing was the speed. And that's what I kind of went for with the local bot was how to solve that issue. Um, you know, as as the the amounts are changing, really the the only thing you can do as a user on Uniswap is open up your slippage and that gets you you know opens you up to front running bots which um, can can essentially siphon off coins from your trade so really being able to have an accurate and really fast price feed is something that will get you closer to your actual price as well as of course cranking up get the gas fee but you know it, it all depends on how important that trade is to you um a lot of the other so important things that, to me um, explain that f- real quick that front running the bots front running that you that you just mentioned because i feel like that's a term we hear a lot and i'm not sure that everybody might, including myself, even know what the what that is exactly referring to. Yeah. So essentially, on you know the way that Ethereum works is you you post a transaction, you know whether it's from 
it could be from anywhere, but in this case, we're saying Uniswap. You press the button on Uniswap, I want to buy. And you essentially go into a pool of unconfirmed transactions. Your transaction then gets picked up by a miner at some point and decides to you know, mine your transaction and see if you get confirmed or, you know, for some reason you get, you fail. And there's any number of reasons you can fail, but the most common one, if the price moves, is going to be, you know, not enough coins out, right? So front running bots, what they do is they calculate what you've said is going to be your minimum. So let's just say we, we want to buy something and, you know, for one ETH and you, you would typically on the screen says you're going to get 1100 coins. Well, with slippage that you set, on on Uniswap, it's going to say my minimum coins out is 1,000 or fail. Well, a bot will see that transaction in the unconfirmed pool, say, ah, this guy is paying the market rate of 1,100. He's willing to take 1,000. I'm going to go ahead and buy right before him. That pumps the price, um, and he'll get only his 1,000 out, right? So he gets his 1,000. He's happy. I sell right after him. I, I, I basically buy right before him, sell right after him, and I profit the difference. That's what a front-running bot does. It takes, it essentially, you, you know, you could think of it like stealing, you could think of it like anything you want, but it essentially siphons off the, the slippage that you've set. Interesting. So, Chamber, do you know, did you know this was going on? Do you know that how this works? I did not know any of that. So that's uh, I, when you say <laughs> you don't know, so. assume that I definitely don't know. Well, that's oh, so. a, you know, like I hear it all the time on I see it in Twitter like uh, I, I see it all the time and I just never really knew exactly what that meant and then in the context of this conversation I was like oh okay I, I'm getting that I'm getting it a little bit and then that explanation uh, was perfect I think. And if you if you use something like Dex tools which is common for Ethereum um that charting and the, and especially in the table it will show you those bots and it doesn't always show you the bots but it typically does see hey this guy bought and sold and and you can see like a little red spy looking icon if you've ever seen that icon on dex tools mm -hmm. that's basically a front running bot and you can hover over it and see how much ethereum they actually made uh you know wrapping around your transaction or somebody else's transaction for example Man, that's very interesting. So um, now to your project, Trade Butler Bot. How, so what in essence is, so what is it? So let's start there. What What is Trade Butler Bot and how does it work? Yeah, basically Trade Butler is a local bot and it started off as a command line, but now we've uh, developed a GUI or graphical user interface and it lets you scan the Uniswap price feed or now we have a few other uh, DEXs that work with it and execute trades on your behalf at your given settings. So limit orders, um, trailing buys, trailing stops, stop losses, all of those sort of features are possible. And the, the biggest benefit to a local bot versus, let's say, you know, an online limit order system or contract-based system is just going to be speed of execution. It's done in milliseconds as opposed to several seconds or minutes. Interesting. So you said that it works. We, we were talking Uniswap. So um, 
let's start with that how so exactly what is it doing on the local level from uh when you're trying to execute a a uniswap trade like is it uh am i able to set a potential limit order on uniswap how does that all work yeah so the the standard way is basically doing a, a limit for buy or sell and it's going to wait until that price is, is hit and then and then execute the trade for you. Um, but we have come out with a few other features, one of which is just an instant trade, um, which is essentially like using Uniswap interface, except that when you click the buy button, it's instantly posted to the blockchain. So a lot faster, uses pre-set up gas settings, or it quickly before your, your trade goes live, will scan Etherscan and use fast gas plus how much ever, or if you want to use normal gas, it can do that too. Um, but the typical way is going to be the scanning way where you set up a trade strategy, you put in your limit price, um, any, any of the other settings that you want to have, and it keeps scanning every, how many ever seconds you set up, you know, every one second, every 10 seconds. And so on. got it so it's always looking for that price out on uniswap which because like exactly. i mean i don't know about i don't know about you chamber but like uh the way i've used uniswap is basically the instant swap and like the ape uh, essentially aping correct yeah chamber? no absolutely that's <laughs> it's a, it's a market buy a market sell that's, that's right exactly, exactly. Right. So it's kind of interesting to think, okay, now I can have Uniswap uh, and use it almost as I would a normal, um, you know, a a normal exchange interface. Right. I mean, I think that has has some pretty good value to it because and then, you know, not only that, but the speed portion i was texting chamber completely unrelated to this interview i don't know what last week chamber when i had transactions that were just stuck (laughs) for days and days and days and like they didn't they just never posted to the blockchain i found out and i had to go reset my whole metamask and uh like those trades never got executed and they would have been great trades and they ended up being uh not uh executed so um this seems like it would solve that problem too as well right yeah a lot of the issue that you have there is that your uniswap price feed what you're seeing on the screen is typically 30 seconds it it refreshes every 30 or so seconds so if you have a a coin or something that's moving a lot or if the gas price is moving a lot um both of those issues kind of essentially can mess with you where you have to go back and you know speed up your transaction which is possible in metamask but you have to always you know kind of babysit it watch it the same thing with uniswap there's no button like i don't know if you've ever used one inch but one inch is an aggregator and it actually shows you a little um when it's going to refresh its ui every 20 or 30 seconds and you can press it to force a refresh Uh, but uniswap doesn't have that it doesn't let you say give me the latest price right before i click the buy button so when you actually click the buy button your price could already be 30 seconds old and really have already moved quite a lot since then and on you know if you're using tbb and you're seeing the scans you'll actually if you have uh, uniswap open right next to it you'll actually see the price moving on tbb and nothing happening on uniswap Hmm. that's super interesting so um talk about what how it helps save 
on the gas fees because I feel like that is a huge issue that people are having right now. I think that, you know, if you're not trading with I Chamber, what was your tweet the other day uh, about oh, you know uh, Yeah, if you're not if you're not trading with, you know, two at minimum 2 to 3 Ethereum, like it's almost not because of the fees, the percentage of fees is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like your fee percentage should be single digit and i feel like for a lot of people it's not like you know you're right because if i'm if i'm trying to execute a i think i was doing a 500 hundred dollar trade so nothing massive but you know not the smallest of potatoes right like if i was doing a 500 hundred dollar trade and paid in paying 80 bucks for a transaction like, like even that, 60 bucks like you know what i mean like that's great like mm-hmm. it's too yeah much. that's painful that that's just the reality of what ethereum has become um and in preparation for that, there's really no solution for the small amount in, on Ethereum at the moment. Um, reducing gas fees is really in in TBB is really just about not having transactions fail because when you have a transaction fail, you're still burning some amount of gas, and when you you do that at several times. Obviously, you know that you, you can go to fees.wtf and see <laughs> where you're at. But most people would be pretty surprised by that website. You, I'm um, sorry. So you can go to fees.wtf, put in your... Uh, connect your, your MetaMask. Connect, and it will and, tell you oh. how much you've spent, how much is a failed transaction, and what that, that Ethereum price is worth today. I know people that are over 100 Ethereum in gas fees. Easily. You, Chamber, did you just right go now. do it live? Because right I just did it live. What, does it give you your fee total? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh just to go on your point there eight of my transactions have failed and it cost me 0.013 ethereum hey that's not this. bad at all <gasps> yeah well but that i this is a, a pretty fresh metamask so like i haven't done <laughs> yeah. i haven't done a ton on this so um i've done i've done 80 transactions but that's so not how that's old still is not bad. how old is yours Mine, it's not that old. I think I mean, my, mine's pretty new. I had like a, I had a, I had a hack. That oh I had yeah, to, you had your hack. Yes. So I want to say this is probably like say November first. Okay, mine's probably a little older than that, but you know me, I wasn't trading a right. Ton, so and sorry, what were you at for total spend? In total in, spend, just in failed transactions, I was point oh one three, but I've spent point seven four on gas so almost a whole <laughs> ethereum that's crazy so i've spent over two ethereum on gas wow <laughs> uh since november uh i've spent 0.084 on failed 16 failed trans uh 16 failed transactions wow so i've used like yeah so 30 almost 3700 dollars in fees so in terms of what we've done um a few weeks before this whole Ethereum, you know, gas price has been just slowly going up. The average gas price, we've actually um, moved or or have started developing the ability to trade on Binance Smart Chain. Um, BSC is, you know, sponsored by Binance, and it's essentially an Ethereum clone. The way that they get a, or the way that gas fees are a lot less is that it's a proof of authority chain, meaning there's several and not really that many. I believe 10 to 15 super uh, miners, and they mine your transactions. And gas GUE is fixed to 10 GUE right now. When I started, it was 20, um, but.
but you only have to pay 10 gui and a BNB right now it did go up quite a bit um, when I bought in it was like 40 bucks now it's 170 as of today oh my but god what did we sell at chamber <laughs> 110 <laughs> yeah like wow. 115 110 something wow. like that so B- anyway. BNB is a lot cheaper combined with 10 gui gas and a swap on pancake swap costs you all of 20 cents as of today or 25 cents so that's really the only solution people have is you know this is essentially like a layer two i mean there's xdi there's matic there's several other layer two solutions um but nothing's been officially accepted by the majority of DeFi. Um, a side chain like this is essentially what a lot of smaller transactions really need you know buying a new coin that you you know you're just throwing 100 bucks into it's really easy on binance smart chain and it's not only just easy but it's very very cheap your transaction is confirmed in two to three seconds block lengths are two sec or three seconds i believe so they're a lot shorter than ethereum's 15 seconds and you you're not just sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting for transactions to get confirmed so a lot of people are moving over just because of the small transactions. Now, bigger transactions, there's deeper liquidity on Uniswap, but like you guys mentioned, it's just it's really not worth the small trades under 500 bucks. Yeah, that's wild. So um, that's super interesting. Chamber, have you used any of that uh, BSC stuff yet? No. Um, does that have anything to do with Pancake Swap? Because I keep seeing yep. that around. Yep, Pancake yeah. Swap is on BSC, and now their coin, Cake is 1 billion market cap as of today really it's it's pretty pretty far up there um really big on on binance smart chain right now is farming so what used to be big on ethereum is big over there because the fees are just so much less nobody cares that much about gas fees um whereas on ethereum people care a lot about them and you know a lot of the farms kind of went away because of just the gas costs. You have to approve your token. You have to stake the token. You have to give liquidity. You have to, you know, there's like 10 transactions before you even start making money, right? <laughs> like it's it's crazy. And, and to be honest with you, you can have a fairly good portion, like dollar-wise, staking or farming. And even the yield, the gas fees to claim your yield, it's almost irrelevant you're like well i there there are some that i have a good amount of money on and i'm looking right now i'm like okay i could claim but i'm like oh it's gonna cost me let's i'll click on it right now to claim it's gonna cost me 120 dollars i'm like okay I, or i could just wait a little longer till that stack gets a little bit more right so the the fees aren't eating into my profits so it's, yeah it's it's a big problem on Binance, you're, you know, Binance Smart Chain specifically, not their centralized exchange, um, you know, staking and claiming harvesting and all that stuff is costing you, you know, 20 cents, 30 cents like this. And on a fast, you know, yield farm, like a friend of mine released a few days ago, you're harvesting every 15 minutes because you're making 500 bucks. I want that one. I want to go on every, that one. Every- <laughs> 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 I'm ready to make a pivot. Yeah, that's funny. Farms are big there, and and especially, uh, you know, there's not as much liquidity over there, which a lot of people think is a negative thing. Um, in terms of farming, it's actually a bit more of a benefit that those big whales with twenty million dollars are not gonna jump right into your pool 
and farm in that one hour and then basically suck all the liquidity out. I mean, a lot of farms are ruined on Ethereum just because a lot of money can be farmed right all right away. Whereas on, on uh, BSC right now, there's not that much of it going on. So the price actually relatively on a lot of farming projects is fairly stable by comparison. Interesting. That Chamber, you're going to be making a switch soon, it sounds like, huh? Yeah, I know. As soon as somebody walks walks me through it like I'm five years old, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll absolutely make the switch. <laughs> Fantastic. So um, what makes – so we actually – it's uh, it's interesting. We actually, for the first time ever, had somebody on, um, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago that was talking about a trading bot that they created. And uh, so now we have you on here. What, it, what makes – TBB different than I would say I guess norm, a, a normal um, trading bot. This one was working on like FTX and things like that. So what what makes Trade Butler bot different? Well, um, I'm not certain exactly which bot that is. However, I have used you know before I before I um, programmed TBB myself, I did use several other solutions that were available and other you know what are now competitors just because i have the feeling of if it's already out there if it already works i'm going to use it you know even as a developer if i can do something there's not really a point for me to recreate the wheel um the issue that i had with other ones were their resolution was was a lot lower and what that means is that if you put in a price, let's say an Ethereum, 0.1 Ethereum, okay, can do that just fine. But as soon as you get into these coins that have a lot of, I mean, they're they're high minted, so the 0.0001 Ethereum is like your limit that you're setting. They could only do out to certain, uh, I think, three decimal places. So they would have to wait for quite a substantial change in price to even execute your trade. A lot of a lot of other ones also, like for example, you can do a zero x limit order on one inch, and you post it over to the blockchain. It costs you some gas to say I want to do this and put a limit order. What it's actually doing is it's putting it in a contract and it's relying on another bot to go and execute that trade. Usually an arbitration bot that says, "Aha, this guy wants to buy for this price, and I can go instantly sell for this price." So I'm going to execute that and sell it to the market and profit that very small difference. So you usually have to wait for the price to go a little bit past your your set point in that way. So you're not really ever getting the best price in a lot of those situations. Um, the other thing is um, usually they use a custom contract, which as you noted, you know, aggregators are nice and they're convenient. Um, and sometimes they can save you money, but a lot of times they do cost more in gas because they're not going straight to the Uniswap router. Um, whereas we do go straight to the Uniswap router, so it's just like you're using Uniswap to the blockchain and two fees. Um, the only difference is you have to hold one or, or four or eight TBB on ETH to use the features. Interesting. So let's talk about that. So um, how does the actual functionality work? So um, we're looking at the website here where it says simply hold TBB to use Trade Butler. So walk us through how that works and then kind of what those different levels might look like. Yeah. So for Ethereum, we have different prices for Binance because of the, the cost difference 
Um, but for Ethereum, you know, you hold one TBB in your wallet and that unlocks quite a lot of the software. Um, and essentially it's a license fee. It's a transferable license fee. You can sell it back to Uniswap if you don't feel like you like the bot anymore or you want to uh, upgrade to the next tier, you buy three more and you're, you're now in the mid tier, which is four TBB. Um, and you simply hold it in your wallet and it lets you execute trades and do everything. We also have in our Discord some private channels where you can link up with a bot in Discord and get in get access to those private channels by holding that in your wallet. So we, we provide a lot more to the 8 TBB level just because the features in the bot are, um, if you notice on the website, there's a lot at 1 and there's a lot at 4. Um, there's only one unique feature at the moment, uh, the sniper at the 8 TBB level. So we provide some extra info in our uh, private chat in Discord and um, sometimes whitelists for people. If we know another developer making a project, we'll try to get some allocation for people and give it away there. So now uh, I did see about that sniper. Uh, so explain what that does because I thought that sounded like a pretty interesting feature. Yeah, it's a it's kind of an advanced feature in the sense that you have more requirements than you would typically do for trading. In other words, you need a fast node like Infura or QuickNode or Alchemy, those are typically what people use to interface with the blockchain. Um, and you can go get in a free Infura key and that's what most people use just for regular trading. Um, but when it comes to mempool, that's typically what people call the unconfirmed transactions. And what you're doing there is you're scanning those and there's Right now, there is a lot of them. <laughs> That's why gas is so high. Um, but you're essentially scanning every single one of those, looking for a liquidity ad event to a project that is just releasing. So this is typically for sniping that first um, release of a project and getting in, ideally, right as it lists on Uniswap. Or it's really before anybody who's human even sees it listed on Uniswap and can buy it on Uniswap you have actually already bought and could have actually already sold that token for quite a substantial profit. Very interesting. So, um, yeah, that sounds like it would be a pretty good advantage depending on how you use it. So how, um, so how do the tokenomics of TBB work? So I'm looking at this right now and it says there's only a max token supply of 2000. That's right. There's only yeah. 2,000. Um, you know, I have some team tokens that are locked up in, in team finance, but the majority of them are either out being used by people or they're locked in liquidity on Uniswap um, for purchase. So essentially all you have to do is hold the token and you, you get to use the software. So really um, that's about it. As far as the actual amount goes for the future, if the price of TBB, you know, just keeps going up and up, which I obviously hope it does, um, we can lower tier requirements. So we've told people we're not planning to ever raise the requirement or, you know, make it to where, oh, surprise, now you have to hold two TBB for what was the one TBB level. But if the price beca does become, you know, unreasonable, we do have to lower the requirements. In other words, take one TBB down to 0.9 and then let everybody who holds TBB sell off their 0.1 uh, 
uh, token and bring the price down a little bit, but it, it'll allow for onboarding of new bot operators and new tokens going back into the pool. Sure. So that's essentially the plans for tokenomics in the future. Interesting. So does that technically mean then there can only be two thousand copies of it out in the out in the world? Is that at the moment, you know, less because you you really can't buy every single token on Uniswap, right? Mm-hmm. That last token is going to be really expensive. So right. Um, the, the, it's less, you know, and and again, the the combating factor to that is is lowering the price, um, or is lowering the requirements to use the software, and that that's essentially what we would have to do because it's not reasonable to ask people to pay, you know, fifty thousand dollars for um, one copy of of the base level of the software or something of that nature. So it does have to go down at some point, but the people that buy in earlier are essentially going to be getting the benefit of being able to sell their tokens off later on for a profit interesting what are your thoughts chamber um i'm just going on and buying some right now actually (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's funny (laughs) i know we're laughing but i'm not joking (laughs) if you notice the tokenomics on the website um holding you know 0.2 of the token gets you the same access as one tbb does on ethereum on binance smart chain Right, um, so if you're going to change, if you're going to go change over to be a BSC chamber, you know you got, you can get it for much less. Right, we do have some requests from people to essentially launch a new token on Binance. Um, I'm still exploring options there, though. Uh, but either way, our our commitment to essentially never changing our pricing tier means if you buy it on ETH, it will always work on BSC since we've already enabled that. The BSC only token would be for people that never plan to use it on ETH, they right? Or the software didn't have the money to buy one full one or whatever, whatever it is. But yeah, so well, if you have most it on of the ETH, people on on Binance, it's they're never planning to buy anything on ETH. They don't have any assets there and they don't want to play the gas fees, you know, for 0.1 or 0.2 tokens. So, you know, you pay more in gas than you do for the those tokens, really. Um, so that's really what we're trying to figure out, how we're going to get some tokens over there. We could bridge them. We, there's, it would only be available once a liquidity unlocks in about a month, but that's also a possibility. So we're, we're seeing what we can do there. So yeah, oh, oh, I can buy some. I was gonna say, is, is there liquidity on Uniswap right now? I think there is. There is, yeah. There is quite a bit of liquidity on Uniswap. That's where all of our liquidity is at the moment. And so, um, how many? How many do I need? How many do I need? You need one. I know, but how many do I really need? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you need, you know, like six. So the 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 tiers are one, four, and eight on on um, on. Ethereum. So eight would be your maximum. But if you eight. if you plan to actually use the mempool sniper, um, that would be another question. Do you want to do that? And if you do, you the best way to do that is to buy holding liquidity provider tokens. So taking half of your your TBB and providing liquidity and minting three Uniswap liquidity provider tokens. That'll get you access to. Um, the mempool botting for with no fees. Otherwise, at ATBB level, you do have some fees um, to to use the mempool sniper. Okay. All right. So let's. Uh, okay. All right. 
I'm gonna make some. Uh, I'm gonna make some moves here. You guys carry on. I'm just concentrating <laughs> in the. <back. laughs> That's funny. So uh, the other, the last thing here, just um, to touch on, is kind of what is coming up for Trade Butler bots. So like, I see the roadmap up here, and it looks like a, a bunch of the stuff uh, you've already actually hit. But it looks like there's a couple, um, a couple other things that are in the works from a feature standpoint. Want to touch on those? Yeah. Um, major features right now are not our next focus, to be honest. Okay. Um, we we've pushed out you know the gui and the mempool sniper which were really heavily wanted um and what we're trying to do now is number one i actually do have an audit which is pending as of today and i have some testing left left to do but i've has already been uh completed and will be published very soon so audit you know basically telling people that your private keys that you put in are safe and are encrypted and held in a good and a, a logical manner and obviously not being sent off to me or something of that nefarious nature. Um, in addition, we are redesigning some of the GUI. The GUI as it exists right now today does work and lets people who are really uncomfortable with the command line, it lets them basically use the software um, but it is a little bit more on the rough side. In other words, it's not as as sleek as you know Uniswap is right now. And we are redesigning it with both light mode and dark mode, <laughs> like many people are requesting. Nice. <laughs> yep. Gotta love so dark mode. <laughs> those those are the the major things that are that are um, on our horizon. Um, supporting more DEXs. So right now we support Uniswap, SushiSwap, PancakeSwap. Um, but over on Binance, there's a few other, uh, like StreetSwap is is another one that that um, we should be able to support. And it's really just if they provide an SDK and they obviously they have a swap contract, we can essentially integrate those into our software and allow people to switch between them. So it, the important part there is you know wherever the liquidity is, really that's what you need. And most of the liquidity is on PancakeSwap, but um, on, on BSC, but other things are coming up. So in addition to that, um, you know, we're going to see what the community kind of demands as the next major feature beyond, you know, the GUI revamp and a few of those things. So we'll see. There's, there's whale watching of wallets, um, being able to, you know, see when your favorite whale buy something and, you know, slide in a transaction right before them. Um, a few th other cool things that we can do that, um, you know, if people demand it, we're gonna we're gonna get to. Chamber, who's your favorite whale? I'm my own favorite whale. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could you could front run yourself. You know, we have another <laughs> wallet watching. I'm <laughs> neither a whale, uh, nor, nor a mammal. Um, I like fish, uh, but I did buy. I am now a proud owner of. Uh, Wow, you bought one TBB? I bought eight. As, wow. As, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm on. <laughs> All right. Wow, look at so you. You can get into into Discord and uh, verify your wallet there and, mm -hmm. and get into the secret chat. Oh, my goodness. I'm on wow. the inside, yeah. Bunchu. I'm on the You're inside. You're on the inside. Moments indeed. away. Right. Holy cow. Look at you. That is amazing. Um, so before we get wrapped up here, how about you mentioned there were um, some pretty nice, you know, success stories that you've seen so far. Um, do you care to touch on those at all? Oh, yes. Um, 
although you know obviously can't share details of who who and all those sort of things almost every major release there's reports of one tbb user being very high up and either in the mempool sniping um or the instant trade that i mentioned there's a lot of people using that to straight away buy um as soon as it's it's listed on uniswap and it, it'll buy a little bit later than a mempool sniper but for a lot of people it gives them a little bit more control you can also scan and buy straight away and those people are making the last report i saw was 40,000 profit using about the same 40,000 in capital so uh, people are typically getting, you know, within seconds, really, a 2x on their money. So, Chamber, what are your thoughts? You Are are you going to be sniping mempools or what? <laughs> I'm going to be trying to figure out how to snipe some mempools. <laughs> Basically, what's going to happen is I'm going to figure out uh, Drauken's um, either Telegram handle or Twitter handle, and I'm just going to be DMing him consistently um, <laughs> until I figure out what's going on. I have I have it uh, just from talking to him for the podcast now. So um, uh, for a nominal you don't want to be you don't want to be a nominal fee of one TBB. I will give you his handle. Jeez. <laughs> uh, maybe I mean, I'll try to earn it first, but then uh, if, if right. not, I'll, I'll, buy, I'll buy it. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, so th I think that's a, a good place to stop. Um, I think we got a lot of good info about what Trade Butler Bot does, how it works, um, and what you can expect from it in the future and how to use it. So, Drauken, um, anything else you want to add at the end? Or if not, just let the people know where they can find um, Trade Butler Bot, yourself, and all of the awesome things you got going on. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um you know, the, the best place to check out all of our info is going to be our website, tradebutlerbot.app, A-P-P. And um, that'll get you links into Telegram, into Discord. I highly suggest joining Discord. There's a lot more channels we have there, a lot of links, a lot of help and, um, you know, getting set up. There's actually a user just posted today how to set up the bot, how to add liquidity, how to set it up for Binance Smart Chain. So um, there's, a, there's a whole lot from both you know, us as well as um, users. Awesome. So definitely head over to Discord. You know the deal. Everybody, uh, uh, the, the best communities are, are hanging on Discord. Telegram, uh, Chamber, I've been being more and more of a Discord guy lately. How about yourself? Um, I dabble it. I, I go through phases with Discord. Uh, like I'll be in Discord a lot for maybe a couple of months, and then I'll kind of migrate back over to Telegram. And then I, I, I'm I in Telegram. I feel like it's so right much now. easier with um, like communities, just because you can you can like room out everything and not just one giant I chat. Do, you know? I do like that. Like obviously, with uh, we've been doing um, NBA Top Shots. Yep. Um, and they they have a pretty good Discord. Uh, so I haven't. I've been migrating back to Discord a little bit, but obviously I'll, I'll probably uh, be uh, neck deep in uh, TBB <laughs> Discord. Yeah, awesome. I mean, for me personally, although you know we have obviously both, I I highly prefer Discord. Um, you know, help there's help channel for us, so people can ask in Telegram, and if somebody's around, they'll definitely try to help you out. But if it's in the the Discord, it's just so much more organized. I 
I don't want to hate on Telegram too much, but I don't see how people can use it for anything other than just, you know, simple chatting and if you happen to see stuff. But I definitely agree that anything that's on Discord to me is a, a serious project. Awesome. So check them out. And thank you very much, Drauken, for coming on. We really appreciate your time. I think Chamber is very excited to uh, to get at it and start using it. And I probably won't be too far behind. So we appreciate your time, man. Thank you very thank much. You guys. Awesome. And that's going to do it for us today. Until next time. What do we got coming up, Chamber? I don't even know. I don't even know what we have. That is the beauty of crypto. Because... You can go day by day. There could be a new celebrity that pops up this Friday. We don't even know about yet. And he'll be on the show on Tuesday. So, uh, you never know. Awesome. Well, that's going to do it for us. Maybe we'll have a solo show. We do have another interview coming up next Wednesday. Um, do, we want to tease the other, do we want to tease the other thing? Or what is that going to jinx uh, it? I don't know. I, I don't want to jinx it. That's not in the bag yet, bro. That is not even close to the- it's sniff the bag, I would say. Yeah, you maybe. We're, we're yeah. bag sniffing. Right. You're okay, that's the hashtag for today's show. All right. That's gonna do it for us. Until next time, don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.